Welcome back to episode number 10 on the Traders Improve podcast. Today we talk about stop hunting and whether stop hunting is something that you should be concerned about. So hello, welcome back to a new episode here, episode number 10 already on the Traders Improve podcast. Thank you also for all the great comments, feedback, emails that I get um, for the first few episodes. It's really nice to see that um, we hit a nerve and that you are enjoying the podcast episodes. Today I want to talk about stop hunting because pretty much every day I get asked about how can I avoid stop hunting, my broker is hunting my stops, what should I do? And yeah, I just want to provide my view about stop hunting and a little bit stops in general and what I think about stops, break-even stops and all that stuff. So first of all, I don't think there is any reason why you should be concerned with stop hunting as long as you have chosen a well-regulated broker from a country that you can actually pronounce and know where it is. Which means that if you're trading with uh, one of those bucket shops from some weird little islands that have nothing going except for um, exemption from regulations, then maybe you might run into problems because, well, yeah, they can essentially often do what they want and they are, yeah, just not regulated. And you can then sometimes see that you have spread spikes or just um, irregularities <laughs> in their um, their price feed. And yes, then maybe something like stop hunting might exist where, okay, let's step back. How do you place your stops? Let's start here because this is where stop hunting really comes in. If you are a retail trader, which you probably are, if you're listening to um, this podcast, then you are probably following support and resistance, maybe even supply and demand. You are trading the regular price action patterns, maybe head and shoulders, rectangles, a wedge, a triangle, maybe even you're using the famous moving averages. And amateur traders, they will often take trades that are very similar based on the entry criteria. So um, you can take a look at different order books. Um, Oanda, for example, has one and other brokers as well. And you will see that um, the the entry orders or the orders in general from retail traders are often clustered at certain areas. So if you're trading a head and shoulders, stops will be yeah, above the neckline. If you're trading double tops and double bottoms, where will the stop be? Above the top or above the bottom. <laughs> and all amateur traders will have their stops in relatively the same um, level. So that makes it very obvious for the professionals to drive prices to that level where they suspect uh, the stops are and to free up the liquidity. This is then where stop loss hunting really comes in. In, I would say, most cases, if you have a reliable broker, it is not your broker that is stop hunting. It is just that the professionals know where your stop is going to be because you put it right at the level where yeah, you can just see it at a chart. Um, pull up a chart and think how will traders enter this trade when you see a very obvious pattern, when you see a very, very big level, um, maybe a big round number even, then you will always know this is how the traders want to trade it. Um, this is where the stops will be. And then it's very easy for the professionals to fish for the stops. Also, you can go on um, Forex Factory, for example, and you can see that um, how are the traders positioned 
I'm not sure if my Facebook has it, but on a Forex Factory, you can see how many traders are long and how many traders are short. And it's often very, very obvious how the amateur is trading um, the specific retail patterns. And then this is really where stop loss hunting can be done very easily by the professionals. Good news is you can avoid stop loss hunting, not <laughs> by not using a stop. Every trade should have a stop, um, but you should post your stop loss a little bit outside of the of the danger zone, which means that um, if you trade one of the common patterns, which is nothing wrong with um, professional or yeah, the, the regular classic chart patterns, they can be traded very profitably. But you need to put your stop loss a little bit outside of the danger zone. Don't put it right at the level. Give it a little bit of extra room. And then this also brings us to the point of break-even stops. I cannot tell you how often people ask me, should I use a break-even stop? And I always scream then that this is probably one of the worst ideas you can have. Especially if you move your stop loss to break-even um, too soon. Why is that? So let's come back. Maybe you're trading a rectangle or a double top or you trade a support and resistance breakout, maybe a trend line breakout and then the price goes a little bit in your favor and then you get scared, you don't want to give back your profits, then you move your stop loss to break even. Where do you move it? Of course, you will move it right at the support and resistance breakout point, uh, maybe directly at the trend line, directly at the neckline. Why? Because that's where you entered. And yeah, then it's very, very obvious where the stop of those um, amateur traders is. And that's why you often see those retest patterns. How often do you see that the price after a breakout is coming back to the actual breakout level, just touching it briefly and then reversing and resuming back into the um, breakout direction? That happens so often. And I am pretty sure that the reason why that happens is because the orders and the price is drawn to those um, entry areas because there's a lot of liquidity, a lot of stops are sitting there and the professionals know that. They will drive the price back up there, fish for the stops and then the price is resuming back into the um, the original area. So break-even stops might work but you have to give it much, much more time. Um, don't, as soon as price has moved a little bit in your favor, don't just pull your stop to break-even. Give it time and maybe not not put it right at break even give it again a little bit space um, for the price a little bit wiggle room also you need to factor in spread as well so that is one thing you need to be aware of as well one more thing is that um, you can often see around the new york close you have a sudden um, spread spike in the different brokers this happens for various reasons but um, if you often see that around the new york close it does not even look like uh, the price is touching your, your stop, but you still get uh, taken out. Um, take the time, take a look at your broker feed, and also look at the spread development. Um, there's nothing wrong with um, spread spikes. It can happen um, for normal reasons, but you want to understand what, what is happening and when it is happening. So pull up your, if you're using MT4, that's very easy. Just pull out um, and open the order um, execution window, and then you will see the 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 spread development and you can see what happens around New York and yeah so you can avoid um, those problems as well once you know that okay always when New York closes there's a period where the spread spike uh, spikes so I have to adjust my stops a little bit and then you can avoid many of the stop loss areas um, uh, stop loss problems so first of all 
give your trade and your stop a little bit of wiggle room. Don't put it right at the level. Don't move your stop loss to break even too soon. And if you move it to stop uh, to break even, give a little bit of wiggle room. Um, yeah, don't put it right at the level. That's probably one of the biggest mistakes I see people make. And yeah, then you are off to a good start. You have a much better chance to avoid stop hunting. You will see that okay, nobody really nobody really cares about your your stop. It is just that previously price yeah you just put it where everybody has it also one little thing we can talk about here is that once you understand and once you have a once you know that stop loss hunting exists because um, the professionals hunt for the stops of the amateurs you can use that to your advantage i for example one of the different patterns that i trade and i trade various patterns um, is aimed at looking for this phenomenon um You can look for traps or spike patterns at previous highs, lows, or previous um, flip zones, previous support and resistance areas. And then you can tailor your trades around those areas because they can be often profitable trading opportunities if you know how to spot such a trap where the, the professionals drive the price to a stop area and uh, free up the liquidity. You can hop on that board and trade with the professionals. You don't have to be one of those retail traders. Well, you are a retail trader, but you don't have to be stuck in the retail trading mindset. And those can be very interesting uh, trading ideas as well. Okay, um, just one more point um, when it comes to stops. No trade should ever be um, executed without a stop. There are many reasons for that. It's also very dangerous. But how do you size a position without a stop? I never understand how traders can think about how to enter a trade uh, without a stop loss. You need to know the distance between the entry and your stop loss in pips or points or whatever so that you can calculate your position size. You need to know, okay, how many pips are there in between my stop and my entry? How much risk do I want to take in percentage from my account? And then once you know that, you can... Um, calculate the position size how many lots you have to buy and sell without a stop you don't know that and if you say okay i have a mental stop i know that if this level crosses i will get out it might work but 99 of the cases you will not execute at the right um, level you will enter maybe uh, exit maybe a little bit too early maybe a little bit too late and then your risk is off and then you will see that instead of one percent that you wanted to risk Maybe you're risking 1.2, 1.3, more 1.5. And then you have very inconsistent uh, risk management, which will cause a lot of variance, a lot of noise in your um, account balance. So really overthink, should you be trading without a stop loss? No, you should not. Uh, but you also have to know that not always will stops get executed. Then you should read the fine print from your broker as well um, so that there are no um, bad surprises waiting for you. Okay, I think that's an interesting take and uh, very important points on stop placement in general, what happens with stop hunting, break-even stops. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on the social media channels. It's always at TradeCity. I look forward to the next podcast. Until then, happy trading. <laughs>